Joe of the Woods, blog number 36. Sustainability means taking responsibility. March 2023 by J. O. DeVries. While there are still icy spots and snowbanks on the north-facing roads, the heat of the sun and the many mud puddles indicate that winter is coming to an end. Although spring officially arrived on the 20th, here in Ontario we often experience snow flurries right into May, and I've even seen snow in June. It's great to see patches of grass, but gardening is still limited to indoor projects, as it's likely that the chance of frost will be with us for another two months. These milder temperatures are welcomed by those of us who have been glued to a wood stove since November. Farmers will soon be dealing with mud-covered cows and stuck tractors, the rivers and creek beds will be overflowing, the roads will be soggy, and the windowsills will be buried deep in seedlings, but at least there's no bugs. I will enjoy every minute that I spend outside over the next two months, because although I might have to put on a jacket or hat during the cooler spells, I'm not having to wear a bug jacket that blurs my vision and constantly gets caught in low-hanging branches. These are the glorious days of early spring, warm days and cold nights, the maple syrup's running, and there's no stinking bugs. Once May hits, the black flies arrive in swarms, closely followed by mosquitoes and ticks, then deer flies, horse flies, and biting ants. Still, I wouldn't trade my life out here, surrounded by nature, for a mountain of money. I prefer a small mountain of granite, a wandering creek, and a forest full of woodland creatures. The city is a great place to visit, and I certainly enjoy my weekly visits, but my heart belongs in the wilderness, where one might spot a moose or bear or fall asleep to hooting owls. I've always wanted to live in the country. At 29, I became pregnant, sold my Harley-Davidson, and set out to do what I could to give my son the best life could offer, not stuff. I no longer cared about stuff. I wanted him to live the life that we were meant to live. Paradise, or something close to it. I was single, had a fledgling knitwear design business that wasn't making any money, but I was a hard worker, and the Ontario government employees who assisted me were impressed with my determination. We lived in a small town for a couple of years, and then I bought a lot when I was 33. It was a rough piece of bushland, requiring endless work, but I didn't care if it took me the rest of my life. My kid was going to be raised in the country. We moved to our small cabin when Jordan was eight. But little boys grow much quicker than homesteads. Now my son is 31. He's supervising a gas station in Ottawa and putting together a bag of gold so that he can return and help continue the dream, our castle in the woods. Buying this piece of land was the best thing I ever could have done. I've invested blood, sweat, and tears, and have been paid back with endless fresh air, great stories, peace of mind, and an heir to the throne. For those of you who dream about moving to the country, what's holding you back? It seems to me that few of us have reached the utopian lifestyle that was originally intended for us. We've settled. We're coping. We've traded our dreams for yearly vacations and a not-so-foolproof retirement plan. What happened to living simply, growing our food, building our shelters, tending our gardens, and hanging out by the river to watch the sun go down? It's our parents' fault. They never built us a Garden of Eden. So that becomes our responsibility, our legacy for those that will follow. 
It's up to us to make a better life for our offspring. We need to give them an alternative to the cold and crumbling world around us. If that's the only thing we do, we will have done well. If you build it, they will come. They might never leave. That's the plan. Sustainability means living responsibly so that future generations will prosper as a result of our actions. Responsible parenting means creating a healthy environment where youngsters can flourish. Our children look to us for answers, and their world is one that we have created. If our world is a mess, we have no one to blame but ourselves. People tend to make excuses for the condition of their lives. We want someone else to take responsibility for our problems. The power goes out, houses are abandoned, and the hydro company is held accountable. People build on floodplains, then complain when they're flooded out. People build on earthquake fault lines and are shocked when their buildings collapse. History repeats itself. The children cry, we will rebuild. We have to make better choices and lead our children to calmer waters. Here in Canada, the dream of living in the country is within one's reach. The economy has changed and house and land prices have skyrocketed. But if you're willing to put in a lot of hard work, you too can own your own piece of paradise. It might be a drive. My company, The Master's Keep, has been created to help people plan and create a successful, sustainable, off-grid homestead. Or, to be more accurate, become part of a like-minded community. Humans were not meant to live a meager existence, struggling on their own. I'm looking for utopia, not how to survive. I'm planning some big advances on my property, and I'm offering a 16-week course for those wanting to participate in a homestead-building boot camp. It runs from May to August, and camping is available. My website should be up in a few weeks. For some of us, life in a tent in the bush would be more favorable than a penthouse apartment in a large city. The natives lived in teepees year-round, and city folk flock to go camping in the summer. If you prepare properly, living without electricity is not as difficult as you may have thought. So what are you waiting for? Start planning your escape. Imagine buying a piece of land and creating an oasis. In the meantime, reduce, reuse, and recycle. And plant a bean in a cup for your kids or for yourself and watch the magic of the secrets inside unfold. It's inspiring. We need to remember, if we have invested our time doing whatever is in our power to improve things, we have earned a good night's sleep. I wish you success in your endeavors and ask that you share your knowledge, including the failures, so that others will be starting their journey on a solid path of experience. Wishing you all a blessed spring with minimal mud and lots of sunshine. We've got six weeks before the bugs come out. Let's use it well. For more information, check out my website, joeofthewoods.ca, or follow my story and check out my photos on Facebook.